Lagos Talks 91.3 and Corporate Shepherds presents the man of the hour. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome I.D. Enang. This is Navigate with I.D. Enang. This is Navigate with I.D. Brought to you by Corporate Shepherds. Welcome, my dear friends and very distinguished listeners to Navigate with I.D. Such an honor and privilege to welcome you to our business school on radio. Friends, it will be very important that um, we look at the subject of leadership again. But this time around, I decided to take a peep into the world of the Royal Navy. And uh, courtesy of Andrew George, who's given me some uh, hint by way of his own treatise, I'm going to use that to highlight what I believe are the core values, there are about six core values of the Royal Navy. You just want to wonder where exactly could this be found? Um, friends, it's something important that you and I don't really want to get out of our shoulders, but it is talk. We are all in here. Whether you like it or not, um, the sea and the land which surrounds it it's the natural home of the naval service. And then you need to understand that when you see people go into the military and opt to serve at the Navy or serve as naval officers, you know that they know what it takes to go through that journey. Why am I going via the Navy? I've always said to you that I love the military, always loved it. I had my way, I would actually enroll in the Navy. So here I am, sitting here, thinking about how best to bring some of the issues we are going through now to life as we look at the Royal Navy as a subject focus. Let's look at the six core values as expressed by Andrew St. George. Let me start by saying that leadership is the ability to apply refined judgment in very uncertain situations and to influence others to follow. There couldn't be a better time for us to talk about leadership other than now. Our society, our country, and every facet of our nation is looking to this very important quality that is almost eluding us. We must rise and stand well and be able to see ourselves soar as a people, despite all the challenges we may be faced with or we may be facing. So you may just look at it and say, why did I depict the Royal Navy? Why did I depict the Nigerian Navy? If you understand that the Nigerian Navy, by all intents and purposes, would have a lot of what it's taken as a cue from the Royal Navy, then you see there's a lot of synergy. I just by way of research, um, liked what I saw with the typical dimension with which the Royal Navy has espoused this and the fact that leadership is fundamental among the core maritime skills and is developed throughout a career in the Royal Navy. And I want you to understand that just the same way you and I are commanders, whether it's at work in the market, whether it's in the public square, there are certain personal and moral qualities and behavior that is required by us 
as commanders in, to inspire the commitment of others. People at this time are falling short in a lot of ways. And this is where the moral fiber of leadership is beginning to fail. If we do not rise as individuals or speak to this, we would of necessity find ourselves in a very bad state. So leadership exists at all levels. So don't think this is only for the guys at the top. It is the entire chain from simple managerial tasks to complex, complex strategic and political planning. The qualities are the same, but expressed differently according to the context. Leaders are both born and made. That is, leadership is a combination of inclination and experience, and it is the product of teaching and learning. Leadership is not a dark art. It can be learned through personal experience and the experience of others from thinking about the principles involved and from asking questions and listening to others. And this is where I picked up some very good elements that I want to share because the Royal Navy places high demands on all its personnel, whether at sea, in the air, or on the land. These demands are different from those that many people experience in life outside the military. Notions such as service, duty, and command are less marked in broader society. But conformity to established structures and principles is considered less important than it was in the past. And there is increasingly a market view of social and employment relations that places a higher value on individual rights with less deference paid to authority. So friends, what am I saying in all of this? That it's important that you and I begin to look at the core values that will come through using the Royal Navy as a subject of reference. But in doing that, I will take on some serious quotes from some of the commandants that we found or that I researched and I found that made some very intriguing sense to me. One of such is Commodore Simon Williams. He was a commandant of BRNC Dartmouth. And this is what he has to say. He said, naval leadership is essentially about driving a team in a close-knit, often steel-encased floating platform. Wow. This essence of leading within a tightly bound structure is the naval way. What is your own way, friends? Just listen to what this Commodore had to say. He says, and it brings prominence to a mutual reliance between leader and the lead, which is developed using the six core values of the naval service. And this is what he had to say. Of these core values, three most clearly exemplify this mutual two-way reliance. That is commitment, loyalty, and respect for others. Whilst courage and integrity are perhaps more personal values, 
all of course underscored by the discipline necessary in an armed force. What do we need in today's Nigeria? That's why I had to pick these six core values. If you ask me, very much so, I believe strongly that we need these six core values in our country, given where we are and what we are going through. Number one is commitment. And that is without gainsaying. Number two is courage. Number three is discipline. Number four is respect for others. Number five, integrity. And number six, loyalty. But what Commodore Simon Williams, the commandant of BRNC Dartmouth, did was to kind of compartmentalize these six values and to tell us that one that requires a two-way reliance are the three, commitment, loyalty, and respect for others. Now, can you just look at how we are today as a nation? It's a two-way reliance that you and I must be committed to something. It will be mostly unfortunate if we are expecting that only one party should be committed to the Nigeria dream or the new Nigeria dream. That is why our political leaders, to a large extent, can be very disappointing because sometimes they don't come across as they understand the power of a two-way reliance. They expect so much from the people they are leading, but they give too little to even be seen as committed to the cause they are supposedly fighting for or trying to build. The second one is loyalty. There's every reason that we should be loyal to our country. Yes, I'm a passionate lover of this country. I believe in the Nigeria project more than anything. I was just talking to a friend of mine a few hours ago, and I said, listen, I have only one country, and that country is Nigeria. I have no other. I am not privileged like others that have the privilege to have nationalities or be nationalities or nationals of other countries. So some have two passports, some carry three. For whatever reason it is, they are privileged. I remember vividly in the year 2000, alongside with my wife, we had sat back and said we wanted to take on the Canadian dream. And then, my wife being a doctor, we took the forms and we went through. And by the time we filled at that time in 2000, that's 24 years ago, just by sheer rating of our own medical background as a doctor, the points were sorry. I had not even added mine. By the time I did, we were overqualified. And the time came for us to apply. I had to take on, then I think it was some 10,000 Canadian dollars or something that you needed to make. Memory serves me right. And you had to prepare a draft and you needed to demonstrate that you could do that. But more importantly, they needed a security report 
And at that time, I was expatriating in Kenya. I came back home to get a police report with my wife. And we were going to submit the forms. It was at that point I asked the question. Where is the embassy of Canada? Where do we go to submit the forms? And when we had everything done, dusted and ready, I was told that I had to go to Accra, Ghana. And that there was no consular office or embassy of Canada in Nigeria. Friends, at that time, I worked for the Coca-Cola company. I said to myself, what? I know what Ghana as a country, if you want to piggyback the entire from a Coca-Cola lens, the productivity, what Coke was getting as a business out of Ghana compared to Nigeria. As a matter of fact, then I could tell you that the kind of volume and value coming out of Ghana itself would not even match a region here in Nigeria. Because at that point, I said to myself, no way. I will not leave my country and go to another country to submit a form because I want to expatriate and go, sorry, as a resident of Canada. No, with due apologies, I'm not saying to those that decided to go, they did the wrong thing. I'm telling you what loyalty means. I was loyal to that fault. My wife looked at me and we agreed that no, I wouldn't go to Ghana to submit my form. I wouldn't. Why? Then I had the privilege of managing 39 countries and the continent in my early 30s and I was working for Coca-Cola. So why would I, of necessity, jump ship to go submit a form in a smaller country when my own country is big enough to have housed an embassy. I didn't understand it. It didn't make sense. So when I'm talking to you about core values, we'll still come into it, but I needed to just say this about loyalty. If you don't understand what I'm saying, I'm not talking about being loyal to your boss. Yes, that's loyalty. But we are talking about the entity and more importantly, the respect for others. That's what Commodore Simon Williams was talking about. And specifically, he looked at courage and integrity. Those are very personal values. But all of this can never work without the underpinning value called discipline. Friends, leadership within any context, leadership within any group, tends to alter to match a number of variables. What the group is doing and where, and its specific situation, and that of the individual,